0: These people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Set improv, riffing, collars and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know.
1: Hello, world. Welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. I'm George Colores, and with me today are two very funny people on the line from her closet. We got Alexandria Sweat. What's going on, Alex?
2: You know, I'm just over here trying to get my life together. I feel like that's what it's been for the last couple of weeks. I'm just getting it together.
1: You are looking great. You've got this beautiful dress on and these big earrings, and your hair looks good. And then behind you, there's just some random collection of flowers hanging on the wall. You've got a really great picture for me to see. This is good for a podcast, but just for the world to know, <laughs> Alex is looking fabulous right now.
2: Thank you. You know what? In distress, I give Beyonce, and that's what this is all about. <laughs>
1: And joining us this week as our guest co-host is the very funny writer, actor, director Shakira DeMessier. How are you doing, Shakira?
0: I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Oh my, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you for yeah. joining
0: us. Yay! You're welcome.
1: So what's the funniest thing that happened to you this week, Shakira?
0: By funny, you mean tragic. I see. Oh,
1: God, I hope not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am clinically anxious. That's the real thing. <laughs> but it makes me like focus on ridiculous things. Mm-hmm. So I was in the supermarket and I was there for two hours. Oh my God. I bought pancake mix. Wait, that's it? One box. Oh God. <laughs> ah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I couldn't figure out what mix is better. Which mix has less calories? Does this mix have protein?
1: I've been there. Not with Pancake Mix, because pancakes can kiss my ass. But I've (laughs) definitely had that anxiety in the grocery store. You walked out with something, and I often just leave the Hulk buggy and go. (laughs) You know what? I don't need to eat this week.
0: Arms up. I give up. Give up.
2: You win. You guys have bought 1% of the things I would buy because my anxiety works is I'm going to just buy everything because I'm like, oh, sh- I don't want to leave the store without something. I, I don't like want shit. them to judge me. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> uh, I need to buy something. I came here for that. And oh my goodness, don't I need ice cream? And now I need, oh, there's the gummy bears. It's a long process.
1: I was at one of these new fancy Kroger's that had been recently remodeled and could not find (laughs) peanut butter to save my life and had a panic attack, yelled, I hate this effing Kroger, and I did not say effing threw my basket on the floor like that Karen did and stormed out. Just left. Why
0: didn't you just ask?
1: I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. My anxiety just took over. And I was like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And I do not have a pandemic excuse for this. This was pre-pandemic. This is just George being an a-hole in the Kroger. George just
2: had a day where he was sick of it. Here, I would have I- loved to see that.
1: Shakiro, well, I'm so glad to have you on the show with us this week. TJ unfortunately will not be able to join us this week. He found out that Kamala Harris had been picked as VP and rushed out to Washington to try to join her campaign. So you're hoping TJ makes it as Kamala's social media person and that she has final say over what he tweets. Um,
2: yes, George. What's the funniest thing that happened to you this week?
1: I had my first negative review at my restaurant in a long time this week. People have been really nice to us online during the pandemic. They're just so happy that we're open and serving food and wearing masks and being careful. So they are usually really nice in the reviews. But I had one person who gave us two stars. They loved the food. It was delicious. The service was great. They named the server by name, how wonderful she was. They thought the atmosphere was wonderful, and they loved the mountain views. But the Jeep drove by while they were having lunch, and it was a little loud. And I laughed forever. I was like, hold Whoa. on. i a three-star review because of a loud Jeep in North Georgia? I can't do anything about that.
0: Damn, they what? dejected
1: three stars? Three stars for that. That's a noisy-ass Jeep.
0: Yeah, that Jeep was out
1: of control. (laughs) Somebody was compensating for something, and it cost me three stars. That's all I'm saying. Okay.
0: That's
1: wild. Y'all, as I mentioned, Joe Biden finally selected his VP pick this week. He picked Kamala Harris. I don't know what took him so long because I told y'all months ago that's who he was going to pick. So I guess Joe's not listening to the show as carefully as I thought he was. So how do y'all feel about it? How do you feel about Kamala as the VP pick? (laughs) I didn't know this was going to stump anyone.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, it's interesting. Politics in general is like middle school. It's like Mm. the playground where one week you're arguing. It's the worst. Joey's the worst person that you've ever met. Here are all the reasons why he doesn't like the color red. He pinched me on the arm. All of these things, all these real... Visceral reasons why you don't like Joey. And then the next week, y'all like best friends.
1: It's
0: like, on. <laughs> <laughs> During the debates was like, you know, you don't care about you black people and you didn't care about segregation and actually you preferred segregation and da 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 da. Now that's your enemy.
1: It's like when a couple has a fight and they make you take sides and then they get back together and you're the bad guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's
1: exactly it. Congrats to Kamala Harris. It is a huge achievement. One of three women to ever reach the VP slot. First woman of color. She's the child of immigrants. There's a lot going on in her background, her resume. There's a lot of people in this country who are really going to find her run inspirational. Yeah. I hope that she has an opportunity to change some minds, because I think she'll be a really strong VP candidate.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: This week, I also saw a tweet from the actress Kiki Palmer, who I also love. I think she's really great. And she asked, all of a sudden, randomly, if I were to create a millennial The View, who would want to be my co-hosts? The internet exploded with this. Everyone started casting The View with Kiki Palmer, which I think would be a great show. I think she's got a great personality and could really carry that. Who do you guys think should be on this panel with her?
0: I would love to see Little Mama.
2: Mm, that's uh, good. I, where is she then? I don't know. I don't know where she's been. I would love to see her. You know, I'm a, yes. Mm-hmm. Come on, Will Mama.
0: <laughs> okay. I did not expect that. <laughs> we know she's available. That's <laughs> right. For sure. Mama Mama's available and ready to go. So so be there be any conflict. No conflict.
2: She's right. happy to be there. She did do that one movie for TV1. I thought she did her thing. I think Lance Bass no not Lance, Lance. Bass in it. <laughs> <laughs> Lance Gross. Ah. Uh-huh. Oh my god. If Lance Bass was in there, that would have been
1: uh, that'd be my Bass favorite movie. On Bass. <laughs> I'm on my Lance Bass <laughs> yes. in a lifetime holiday movie.
2: Oh, please, um, yes.
1: Who's your pick, Alex?
2: She should either have Candace Owens or Tommy Laring, just for the controversy. And for the <sighs> Megan McCain role.
1: Oh gosh.
2: I'm not here for either I one of those women. <sighs> but that would be some spicy TV. Who's your sonny? Tamika Mallory, perhaps? Maybe Angela Rye. Tamika Mallory is big in the social justice movement right now. In protesting, using her name and her platform to promote Black Lives Matter and trying to help the injustice of all these cases with the police shootings and stuff that have been happening.
1: You also need that engineer the person that's really new to the TV scene. Because you got a lot of big personalities there. Let's say Kiki's the whoopie, she's running the table, then you got your political person, then you need your comedian. You need your joy. My pick is Aquafina. Oh,
2: mm. Yes, George. Okay. I like that. I like
0: yeah. that. I love me some Aquafina. I really like Amanda Seals, but she was already on The Talk. The Talk?
2: Oh, The Real.
1: The Real. No, the Real, that's right. The View was the first to do it. It was like, I have an idea for a show, is what Barbara yeah. Walker says, right? Four women talking. <laughs> Maybe that's how Kiki needs to change it. Maybe you need to put a gay guy on that, that panel.
2: Yeah. Open it
1: up. To some more voices. We need
2: some trans representation. Ooh, yeah. like you can trans get the Ross All the girls from Pose, honestly. Yeah, every single one. I like Brandon Mondo. He makes good YouTube videos about hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if we want to get some YouTube, kids. yeah,
1: yeah, or like Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye, I think he'd be great on.
2: Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: I don't trust him as a stylist because I read his hair, but
0: I love him as a personality.
1: I think he'd look a lot better with a haircut. A lot better. So it's just like, I can't trust you when I think you're not making your best hair decision. My stylist has to have kicking hair.
2: I love Jonathan, and I do think his hair makes him look a little musty. I say that in the best way possible. I love him so much. Please, if I have the opportunity to work with y'all, please don't take this as any shade. Because I bet you smell so wonderful, like lavender right. and roses. But there I was gonna say about roses. Hair.
0: He looks like rose might be his
2: thing. Patchouli, maybe a little lemongrass. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like he's all into natural scents. No, you're that, right about like,
1: that. You can't you know, sneak no. him into his apartment without somebody sniffing behind, me like, mm, "Was Jonathan here?"
2: The hair doesn't match what I really think he smells like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're going to have to do a segment where we find out how you think different celebrities smell.
0: Oh, yes.
1: I think that Jared Letta smells like mustard. I just get a mustard <laughs> scent from that man, and I don't want to share an elevator with him. I'd love to discuss this further with you. <laughs> it's a perfect first topic for Kiki's first episode of The View.
0: <laughs> i always thought that Buster Rhymes' breath smelled like onions. I just... I'm sure you're right. <laughs> every time. Every time. It
2: has to. It has to. It has to. That fast. It has to be horrific in order to be that talented. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. <laughs> I feel like Barack Obama smells really nice. Like, he smells like clean linens and maybe Curve for Men, just for nostalgia.
1: He hasn't bought cologne in 25 years?
2: Yeah. He's still <laughs> attracted to undergrad cologne.
1: No matter how many Michelle's given him on anniversaries throughout the uh-huh. years. I used to wear the drugstore designer imposter Dracoir Noir in my <laughs> late high school or early college years. I thought that was so cool. And now I would throw up, I think, if I smelled that.
0: Oh, my dog is calling me. I
2: have to go. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Alex, I want to move on to something you were telling me about because I'm really curious about this. You're doing an accountability challenge trying to find an agent. Is that right?
2: It's called Get an Agent Challenge, and we're in a group, and we're holding each other accountable. It's a 14-day challenge just to get an agent in the area, and it just started yesterday. There are a bunch of workshops and different classes and posts. It's all online. We're making posts about where you're from and what's a fun fact about you, my fun fact was that I can turn any sentence into a song.
1: I do need proof. I need evidence of this.
2: Evidence of this, and I got you. But I was gonna tell you about the next thing is true. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> you really
0: need to give up finding an acting agent and really focus on your music career. Because that is talent.
1: Yeah, and people need people to turn songs out of their sentences.
2: I need it's to link up with Cameo, the app, and see if there's some sort of partnership thing where people pay for me to do singing Telegram, you give me a sentence, <laughs> and then I turn it into a song. <laughs>
0: That's a business.
2: Everything's going digital anyway, so we might as well.
0: Or like the GPS. You could sing GPS directions. That'd be wonderful. the left on Muhammad Ali... And at
2: the corner, you're gonna yell, 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 yell. YEAH! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. We're doing this next week. Listen in. Alex is gonna sing the directions for me to work or something.
2: I'll get in my musical bag and start listening. To different things to get things. <laughs> um, so chords funny. and melodies in me. Anyway, where the accountability comes in in all of this is I'm telling you guys here on the podcast. I'm telling our audience about this challenge because I want to be held accountable for participating in this. It's only 14 days. It comes with homework and all these different things. I'm just putting it out there. So if you guys want to hold me accountable, that'd be cool. <laughs>
0: Will do. I'll ask you every day.
1: What did you do today? Today,
2: the post was drop your headshot so that everyone in the group could type you. That is an interesting thing to have people look at your headshot and type you. And yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Uh, Like the, okay, so... No, you don't,
0: George. I know. I don't know what you're talking about. Let me give you an example of
2: what I'm talking about. You want headshots that can show the span of characters that you can portray. You want to think of things like, could I be a nurse? Could I be a stripper? Could I be a doctor? Could I be a superintendent? Could I be an attorney? Could I be a social worker? Just whatever. Could I be an entrepreneur? These are just... Characters that may present themselves in the shows and movies you're watching. And then you think about the shows and stuff that are filming in the area you, you live in and things like that. So, George, if you were to submit a headshot right now, you have on flannel, you got the beard going, I would say lumberjack. you <laughs> want to be <laughs> <laughs> well, I type that to you as the outdoorsy type.
1: I guess that's better than alcoholic disappointed dad, which was what I was
2: <laughs> <after>. <laughs> but also could work. <laughs> so that's what was happening today in the post.
0: I posted two headshots. Are you gonna share what you've been typed as, what you've been cast as?
2: Sure. For the headshots that I posted. One, I was in a denim shirt with a T shirt underneath and I was smiling. I got cool mom. Best friend, innocent friend, teacher, a lot of teachers, or mom. Best friend and teacher
1: isn't going to pay the bill.
2: What was the Viola Davis headshot that got her how to get away with murder? I need Mm. that look. -hmm. The other look I posted was more serious. I didn't smile in the picture, and I had on a black blazer with a maroon dress underneath For that one, the feedback was super attendant, detective, that type of role. From lead to recurring to day player. I got to figure it out. I don't know. What would you guys type? You could type me now.
0: I would type you as bomb. I hate bringing race into it, but also I love it. I would (laughs) love the racial makeup of this class. It seems.
2: I can't tell if it's mixed of all different types or is it just black and white?
1: They put their headshots up?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Someone
1: (laughs) didn't do their homework.
0: I went to a career consultant and it was the most ridiculous decision I've ever made because I had to pay this woman. She got my headshots. I was there. I was sitting in front of her. This white woman said to my face, you could play a detective, a parole officer, a slave.
1: Oh, my God. No, she did not. <laughs> yes, she did. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I, said, I said, you have to back up. A Why? Slave, you play a slave? She said, yeah, you've got like an old-time kind of look. And I said, slave? I don't think that's a character type. <gasps> I just don't think slave owners were like, hmm, I'll pick you and you, but not you, because you don't look like a slave. I don't think that's how it works.
1: There's so much wrong with that. Alex, I like cool casting and stuff, and I would love to see a Sopranos-type show where you play the mob boss. Ooh. That'd be a lot of fun. I'd love to see you at the head of the family kind of thing. That's just a way that you can cast that role and recreate something interesting. That's my pick for you. I'm not going to be like, ah, oh, you could be a nurse or a maid or, or a housekeeper. maid. Nurse, George, if you said maid. Bus driver.
0: <laughs> it's just like, what?
1: Just be as offensive and stereotypical as possible. We will keep you accountable, Alexandria, and I hope that you find an agent, and we'll check in with you next week to see what you've done and how that process is going. Shakira, I was really excited to have you online because I know that you're a really funny writer, you're a performer, you're a producer, and currently you're directing a show for the Mighty Shorts Collective, which is a comedy group in Atlanta that does sketch comedy and um, some videos and stuff that's really been building up. Tell us a bit about the show.
0: Actually, Alex is co-directing. The show is all the weekends of August except for the very last weekend in August, and it's shows, sketch shows written and acted by women and directed by me, and I am a woman. And these are women that I I haven't spent a lot of time with, so it was really great getting to know the actors and the writers, and come see the show. so much fun. Yeah.
1: What's the name of the show?
0: The Glitter Box.
1: The Glitter Box. That's great. And it's weekends in August.
0: That's right. Every weekend in August, Saturday, 8 p.m., except for the last weekend, that 29th, we won't be there. Thank you for having me
2: work on your team, Shakira. Everyone was girl-crushing on you this past weekend and loved having you as a director.
0: Oh, wow. That's really nice. I really enjoyed the people. I think all the women are really talented. They're really funny. We've gotten great reviews. So, yeah, it's a good show.
1: Awesome. Shakira, your writer. You shared with us. A sketch for our writer's graveyard. This is a segment where we unearth old pieces of writing and bring them to the light. Has this ever been on stage?
0: No, it has never been seen, and it has never been heard, and probably for a good reason.
1: That's almost always the consensus of the writer's graveyard. At the end of the graveyard, you're like, I see why that was never produced. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a surprise, but it is really fun to go back and revisit these pieces.
0: I'm going to do stage directions. The customer service woman, that'll be Alex. And then, George, you'll play every other character.
1: I am no Eddie Murphy, so let's see how I do it creating different character. <laughs> this piece is called Customer Disservice.
0: Okay. Interior, old oh, baby, office, cubicle, day. Charlene, a customer service representative at a phone sex call center. Oh, baby. <laughs> there are audible oohs and ahs in the background, interspersed between the scene. She picks up the phone at her desk. John is on the other line. She speaks loudly and is a bit abrasive, almost as if she didn't expect the call. Hello?
1: Is this Oh, Baby help desk? Who's this? Um, John. Okay. Okay, um... Okay, so it looks like I was charged for 10 minutes of phone time with, oh, I forget her name, but I, I know I only used five.
2: Mm. Uh, ooh. So, you want a refund for the six minutes you didn't use?
1: Yes, can you do that?
2: So, you called O Baby to speak to a customer service representative to say that you lasted five minutes and you want the cost of the unused five minutes back?
1: I know it's a little...
2: (laughs) So you mean to tell me that just the thought of you having sex gets you off in five minutes or less?
1: I, um,
2: I... ay uh... is right. That is embarrassing! Okay. Have you ever had sex, John? Like... In real life,
0: I don't
1: don't think that's any of your business.
2: I'll take that as a hard no, or in your case, a flaccid no. (laughs) (laughs) What
1: is your name?
0: Shirlene.
1: Shirlene, can I speak with your manager?
0: Yeah, hold on. Shirlene puts the receiver and seconds later picks it up in the same voice. We hear sexual moans throughout the office. (sighs) Hello?
1: Hello? Is this Shirlene?
0: Yeah.
1: You know what? Never mind. Keep it. I can't deal with this.
0: John hangs up. Rude? Mm -mm. The phone rings almost immediately after. Ring. Hello?
1: Is this... Hello? Oh, baby? What? I asked if this is, oh, baby.
2: Why are you trying to whisper sweet nuts in my ear? I'm a customer service representative. If you want to speak to one of our Oh Baby ladies, the number is... Ooh, ah.
1: No, I need to speak to you.
2: Oh, cool, for what? And speak up. I'm not into the freaky deaky
0: stuff. Ooh, ah. Baby, baby. Mmm.
1: On my phone bill, the name reflects Oh Baby, a sex phone service. Okay. Is there a way for the name of the service to be a bit more discreet?
2: Oh, does your wife go through the call log?
1: Well, yes.
2: Well, maybe if you paid a bit more attention to your wife instead of paying for a service, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Excuse me? Yes, excuse you. Just because we provide this helpful service doesn't mean we support infidelity. Now, we accept cashier's checks, money orders, and direct checking account withdrawals. When your wife pays the bill, tell her to put your name on it so we know whose account it's in. No, I need...
0: Good day. Charlene hangs up. Ugh, just no good. The phone rings. Ring, ring. Hello? A woman picks up. Oh, Hello? Yeah, May <laughs> I speak with a customer
1: service
2: representative, please?
0: Charlene is taken aback, not sure how to respond.
2: Um, speaking. Hi, how are you today? Um, I'm fine. (laughs) How are you? I'm not great. I'm I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Charlene. Charlene, that is a
1: beautiful name. I'm Cheryl. The pleasure (laughs) is all mine. Charlene is speechless. Charlene, I
0: had a session with one of your old baby ladies today, and I was not satisfied. The old Charlene is building up.
2: Oh, really? Well,
1: it- and it wasn't so much that Gianna didn't do a great job; it was just that my
0: time was cut short, and I paid for an entire hour. Charlene is impressed and really trying to fight back. So you'd like a refund? No, I just like the fifteen
1: minutes I paid for placed back onto my account. I can hold if you need to speak to a manager.
0: Charlene is so confused that she immediately hangs up the phone. It rings. Hello?
1: Yeah, oh baby?
0: Hold this? There's no.
2: mumbling on the other end. No, 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 no. Oh, sir, the nastiness you do in the privacy of your car is your business. Yeah, hold on. I'll get the manager. Hello? That's the end.
1: That's so funny. I really like this. It would be boring on stage because nobody moves, but it's perfect for a podcast. I've never thought about the calls customer service would get at a phone line. I think this is really funny.
0: I worked a lot of customer service jobs. Every single one for every single industry has sucked. I never worked for a sex phone line, but I'm sure they have one. That would be interesting what that environment would be like. I love that the
2: woman threw her off her game. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know my name? Yeah.
1: I love the guy in the beginning. My friend worked in the fraud department of a credit card company once. She's Australian. In Australia, prostitution is legal, and you can put it on your credit card. And mm. so she got that call of, I was charged for an hour, but I only used 20 minutes. <laughs> that was his dispute. And that was the exact point she made. He had a lot of nerve. <laughs>
0: we'll call back Yeah. To
1: dispute a credit card charge because he finished so quickly. Yes. Well, that was awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us, Shakira.
0: You're very welcome. That's a
1: great writer's graveyard. I would love to see that come out of the graveyard.
0: (laughs) Thank
1: you. Thank you. This sketch is also great because it helps me transition to our next topic. We're going to be dissecting a new song that is super sexy. This weekend, the Internet exploded when Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion put out this new song called W.A.P., The dirtiest song I have heard in a long time. Lil' Kim would be blushing listening to this song.
2: They did Mama Lil' Kim and Trina and Foxy Brown proud. Those formal whores walked so that these new whores could run, and I'm just so excited. (laughs) That's
0: great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to find a clip that's radio-friendly, and then I thought we can dissect it for a bit.
2: Yes.
1: I mean, the radio edit isn't even radio-friendly.
0: <laughs> <No. laughs> you cannot. You cannot make that song radio-friendly. At no. all. What is it supposed to be... I just passed
2: an article that says the edited version is way filthier (laughs) than the unedited version. I was like, yeah, I
0: think it is. This is a fantastic song. It is an anthem for women. And the only people that are mad at this song are people without (laughs) laps. So
1: (laughs) that is so true.
0: Yeah, that's the only, that's the only reason I can think of that you're so upset at this song.
2: I completely agree with you. I, too, enjoy the song. I love a good sample. And much like Kamala Harris, now being the new vice president pick for Joe Biden, this song has also divided the internet, similar to Kamala and Joe. Some people are like, oh my goodness, women talking about their stuff. First of all, rap music and women in the industry, like men in the industry, talk about sex beating women murdering people selling drugs to their family members there's a lot of dark things that go down in rap music and I am a lover of hip-hop and rap music and I just don't think these women telling you how they like it is I don't see any problems with it my only problem was with one of the cameos in the video You know, let's, let's just rip the Band-Aid right off, okay? Give <laughs> because the visuals were amazing. I do want to give a shout-out to all the cameos in the video. You had the lovely Normani, Rosalia, Ruby Rose, Succiana, Mulatto, and I believe that is it. And there were also cheetahs, tigers, and snakes that also worked very hard on set.
1: And those moving golden booty statues on the wall, I've never seen a statue work that hard. The video takes place in this mansion that looks amazing. It's pastel colored, has these crazy sculptures and this long hallway, and there's, like, animals and devastatingly beautiful women in each of the rooms in weird combinations. And then what y'all were talking about, there's a moment where it just stops. There's a woman walking in leopard print down a hallway, in silence, and then the camera shows us her face. And because I don't keep up with the Kardashians, I had to Google who that was because I didn't know who it was. I was like, who is this dramatic woman who's getting all this attention? And it's Kylie Jenner walking into a room with a leopard. What is that all about? (laughs) You're shaking your head like you can't even.
0: I don't even know why. I don't even know why she doesn't, one, to me, perceived to even have a WOP. When I think of WOPS, I do not think of Kylie Jenner. That is not the first person I <laughs> It's not even that, you know, not a woman of color. It's like, she's not representative of what this song really means.
1: It's so random, and it's so weird that it interrupts the entire song for her to be there.
0: Why She's such a
2: provocative Person to give that type of attention to in the video. There are a host of other beautiful women featured in this video. Romani does some amazing choreography in oh, the video. Mm-hmm. But Rosalia did her flamenco thing. So there's some cool stuff happening in the video. There's something about a bad bitch walk down a hallway. Mm-hmm. When I see that person turn around, I want it to be someone that makes my heart flutter. Michelle Obama or Oprah or
0: someone said Angela Bassett.
1: Angela Bassett is the casting for that role.
0: Michelle Obama in this? I, I, want, I think
1: I would have died in that moment. It would have been so random and I so shocking. I want
2: shocked. like Maya Angelou's hologram. Like that's what I want. <laughs> I want Angela Davis. I'm weird. I shouldn't be in charge of the cast. I want Freedom Fighters or something. Or give me, like, Gloria Steinem or something. I want someone that's like... Gloria
0: Steinem. So funny.
2: Oh, God. I want Reese Witherspoon. Where was she? Like, there are so many other people.
0: Literally anybody else.
2: Anyone else. Any of the girls from Riverdale. Cardi said she wanted to represent all cultures, all backgrounds. She wanted white, black, Latina, all types of representations, not just rap girls. She wanted bosses, boss bitches, entrepreneurs, singers, all these things. So that's why we got her. I was all into the visuals. I was swept in with the fountains. They swooshed me into the home, into the mansion. And the water just
1: pouring out from under the door before the song even starts.
2: Before the song even starts. It would have
1: been near perfect had it not been for that miscast moment. Yeah. It's, to me, as random as when Michael Jackson turned into a panther at the end of that video. It's just like, uh, what's that doing here? Whose idea didn't get edited?
2: The girls gave us a fun little anthem to finish out the summer and the rest of the year, you know. Right. Nothing better than to have some good old wop while you're locked in your home quarantine.
1: <laughs> I think that people would be a lot happier if that's what they put their focus on rather than anything else, really. Agreed.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
1: I don't know if there's much more dissecting we can do without getting the radio station fined.
2: Yeah. They are very specific and direct and assertive about mm-hmm. what they want and they do not mince words. I highly recommend finding it on your local streaming service.
1: <laughs> YouTube it, check it out and it's not for the faint of heart. I mentioned it to a friend of mine. We used to always love videos like this and I was like, Oh my God, have you seen this new Cardi B video? And she's like, no. And I tell her a little bit about it. I was like, this is the dirtiest thing I've ever seen in my life, heard, really. It's not visually dirty. And she goes, that's exactly what I need. Now my daughter's going to hear it and be asking me questions. I was like, you are straight up in mom mode right now. That's not the friend I had 10 years ago. Hey, that
0: sucks. Yes.
1: Shagir, you're going to have to come back and rejoin us because this is going to be the first episode that has it to be continued. There's so many things we have to explore more.
0: I would love to. I would love to. I have a lot of thoughts on this.
1: Okay. We will have to continue this conversation in a very near future episode. This has been another episode of The Funniest People I Know. Make sure to check out the Mighty Shorts and the Glitterbox shows. They're at Ponce City Market in Atlanta in August. Look up the Mighty Shorts comedy on Facebook and all those dates and details will be there. They've done a lot of work to be able to bring live comedy to Atlanta while still keeping everybody safe. Outdoors, social distancing, the actors are super careful. They're doing the best with what we've got. Anybody who's in Atlanta and listening, definitely support them and their shows. Awesome, guys. Thank you. This has been another episode of The Funniest People I Know. Thank you so much to our guest, Shakira Demessier. So fun having you on the show. Thank you for being here.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast, and I hope to see you guys real soon.
1: We record each week for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you so much to producer Jane, who edits the show. If you're enjoying the show, please review, like, subscribe, and share with a friend. Email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. Y'all have a hilarious week. Bye. Bye.